I'm Lisa. I do the midday show at 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. And I'm Jerry Nunn from nunnontherun.com. And Lisa and I go way back. Way backstage, maybe. Yeah, that's where we met. And now we're bringing you along for the ride. Like a plus one. But we don't really have time for some big intro. All right, let's go. Nonstop. Nonstop. With Lisa and Jerry. Hey, this is BB Rexa, and you're listening to Nonstop. Yo, I'm Youngblood, and you are listening to Nonstop. Lollapalooza edition. Okay, I think it's safe to say that Lollapalooza weekend is like my favorite weekend of the whole summer. Yeah, it was so great. I thought this year was better than ever. It's exhausting. Don't get me wrong, but it was such an incredible lineup. And uh, now that it's over, I kind of feel like Christmas is over. Like now, what do I have to look forward to? Yeah, it feels like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like you were on a high during the four days. A crash. Yeah, and then it's like a crash, right? Being at home Monday after it was all over, because mm-hmm. we're at this busy, crazy, fast, loud, fun event. And then I go home and it's just like, all I hear is silence. I'm like, oh, I got to go out. I got to get back out because it, yeah. it is. It's a crash. Yeah. And I think I was just like on high alert all the time with all the celebrities and the artists and everything. We met so many great artists during the, the four days that now it's like, oh, I'm just, I can't even, I don't want to see another celebrity. No, when, <laughs> when people, when the labels are emailing me music, I'm like, don't talk to me about music. Don't talk to me about concerts. I need a break. I don't want to hear about music for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but we did get to see some awesome shows and meet some really cool people. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you have a favorite set from all four days? Um, I liked St. Vincent a lot. Let's talk about St. Vincent. You have been telling me about her forever. I know. And I knew you would like her. And, you know, I listened to some of her music while we were in your car before. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I kind of like this. Mm -hmm. Totally different story seeing her live. I feel like I just became her biggest fan. Yeah, she's like a visual artist. So you get that. You get more of the picture when you see her. I I saw her at the Ryman in Nashville, which is a church that's been converted into a music venue. Okay. So I saw her like while sitting in a pew. Well, she's a saint. I get it. You know, doing spotlights and had it all curated. She curates it like an art show because she's she's a true artist. She's super artsy. Yeah, very artsy. Has costumes for all of her backup people and dancers and she has videos. She's very Bowie-ish. Oh, oh yeah. Like, I felt yeah. some some Bowie coming through strong. Yeah. I love the screaming guitars. I just, she just put on an all-around show and yeah. yeah, big fan. Yeah, and then she DJed at an after party afterwards and that was like her first time DJing, I guess. I couldn't swing any <laughs> after parties this year, which it's a first for me. I think and probably you too. I was like, look, I gotta lay down. Yeah. I felt like we needed to take care of ourselves and yeah. we just had to say no sometimes. And then we were grateful the next day because it was like right back at it. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, the heat was definitely a factor this year. Yes. I thought Sunday was harder than Saturday. I don't know if it was just when I was doing my artist interviews, but I couldn't get one of them to even come out of like the air conditioning at all. She was like, my makeup, I can't come out. And then I had to go do them in a dressing room sometimes. Like it was just, they were so, everyone was burning up. At least they offered you to come into the dressing rooms. I didn't get any offers like that. Instead, I'm in the blazing sun. I looked and probably smelled like Swamp Thing. It was not good. (laughs) And everybody wants to hug you, right? Like, it's like, everybody wants a hug. Do we need to embrace? We're going to get stuck together. (laughs) Yeah. Really gross. I was double coating it, putting all kinds of deodorant on. I had lady, uh, you know, strong enough for a man, but made for a woman (laughs) on. I didn't care. I was like, I do not want to, like... You kind of uh, cleaned up at at some kiosk or something. Where did you get all of that gear? Oh, at the Tito's Handmade uh, VIP Lounge. They had, like, a commissary. I was calling it commissary. No one else does that, but, of course, 
course, I was like, this is like jail. I'll take that. Because she had like bends, like a commissary in jail where there was bends of Have you been to jail? Why do you know this? Of course. (laughs) Who hasn't been to jail once in their childhood? Uh, No. So it was like all these little bends and full of stuff. So I was like, I'll take that and I'll just pick that. You came back with sunblock, deodorant. I'm like, where are you getting all of this stuff? Yeah, I loaded up. I was like, I need some chapstick. I need a bandana. You know, you just need one of everything. That was a really smart idea for Tito's to do that. And sidebar, thank you to Dave from Tricky Mission. They're a band. Uh, He knew people who could get me a wristband and get me into this VIP lounge because I didn't know how else to get in there. You knew some people to get us in, but I was like, I don't know anybody. And they did, uh, the armband's different this year. They did a different one every day. So I was always pestering, you know, to to get the armband because it's such a great spot to see the artists. I mean, you're really like on that stage, the Tito's stage, which is right there. So seeing Lizzo and people like that, like right there. I love seeing Vampire Weekend while I was able to like have something cold to drink and sit down. It was amazing. Yes, and those chubby wieners. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) to survive on some hot dogs. You know what? Those hot dogs were really good. Although Lollapalooza has got to be the best diet ever. Like (laughs) I know. I've talked about this to other people. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because you're not eating that much. No. And you're just drinking a lot of drinking water or whatever. And yeah, everyone said that they kind of lost weight. But they're like, this is not a sustainable diet. Right. No, (laughs) it's not. Lots of water, about 15 million steps. By the end of Lala, I looked great. I know. I'm feeling really good. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Actually, for the first time ever, I didn't have blisters on my feet. I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow. And shout out to the crew at Running for Kicks down in Payless who told me if I bought this particular pair of shoes that it would not get any blisters at Lollapalooza. And it worked. Although it might have something to do with sneaking aboard some of those little golf carts that they have. Yeah, the golf cart stuff definitely helped. You had to get from one end to the other. Yeah. Well, you know, Dua Lipa was, we had to leave and go meet her at a, kind of a, a secret little place to interview. They're like, okay, well, we're ready in 20 minutes. Like, really? I only have to walk through like 400,000 people to get to her. Yeah. We got to find a different way there. Yeah, that was stressful because we were like trying to find, go running back around and all the different little places behind the stages and everything to find her. It's like a maze. <laughs> yeah. She was worth looking for. She was a doll. Yeah, she is. She has not changed at all. Like, I didn't even remember it was two years ago that I'd interviewed her. I thought it was like only last year. It's she been totally remembered you. She remember. She goes, you have such a distinctive look. And I'm like, is that shade? Or I can't tell from her model accent. She's got that beautiful accent. If she was she was being shady or what? But no, she wasn't. She's was just genuinely nice. I, I think that's me. just how she talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was a sweetheart. She looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she kind of played along. We had a good time in our interview. Yeah. I used to be really good at doing Is that right? Yeah. What's this used to thing? Not anymore. I haven't played it in a very long time. So I don't want to say that I'm still really good at it. All right. Let's see what happens. All right. Um, what was your first tattoo? My first tattoo was this one here. It says Sunny Hill. It's the neighborhood my parents grew up in in Kosovo. Oh, lovely. Um, and I thought I should get something that means something to me as my first tattoo. Oh, and then yeah. literally the week after, I went and got this one, which says this means nothing. Okay. Just because I just wanted another tattoo and okay. I had no idea what I wanted it to be. So. so it is one of those things where once you got one, you had to start getting more. Yeah, okay. it kind of became a bit addictive. So she was a complete doll. BB Rexa, on the other hand, sorry, I have to say this. It's nothing that I would say on the air, but like she, I think, might need to work on her manners. Mm, that's so weird because, you know, I interviewed her before when she opened for Ellie Golding. So this has been a little while before she started really blowing up. Okay. She was great then. I mean, I'm telling you, she had me take pictures of her in the bathroom afterwards. Like, she was really fun. You know, have some drinks with us. Hang out, you know? Really? But that's so weird that maybe 
she has just either maybe Lapalooza stressed her out. Maybe. Or it's stressful. Or she has gotten too big for her britches. I don't know. You know, she warmed up a couple minutes into the interview, but I'll say that when she walked up to meet us, you know, I'm introducing myself. I'm, you know, trying to make her feel at home. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of barking at her people. Like, mm. I-, I don't have time. I don't have time. I need 45 minutes to get ready. And whoever she was with was kind of like, you'll have time. You'll have time. And mm. and just, I guess, didn't greet me or my crew and was just kind of like, okay, what are we doing? Okay, okay, what are we doing? And I yeah. was like, oh, God. my The poor girl running the camera was like, she was petrified. Oh. And afterwards, all she could say was, I just didn't want to be you. I just didn't want to be you. And I was like, look, man, like, I'm, I'm here to do a thing. I'm here to have fun. And if they want to have fun with me, awesome. If they don't, we'll make it quick and we'll move on. She was acting like a like a BBT Rexa. Totally. <laughs> Not good. Uh, and totally. that's too bad because I think, and, I, and I've, we've talked about this before, some artists <laughs> just get tired of doing interviews. And they True. just, so don't do the interview. I know, right? If you don't want to do any more interviews, don't do any more interviews. True, yeah. You know, they might be really sweet at the beginning, but by the fourth interview that I've done with them, then they get kind of nasty and weird and they just are over it, you know? And tired of answering the same questions over mm-hmm. and over, I'm sure. Although I will say that our night guy here at The Mix, Reese, and I had been trying to like brainstorm ideas to do something different, which is why we brought the whole game Jenga along with us and played with all of these artists, which a lot of them were really having fun with, telling us afterwards, like, that was the best interview. We had fun. You know, thanks for doing something different. And I was yeah. like, score, we did something great. And it worked. It worked. It, it really did. And I was really proud of you. Oh, thanks. You know, she did warm up a little bit. We did play a little bit of Jenga, had her answer a couple questions. Turned out to be pretty good. The moment you said to yourself, Mom, I really made it. I really, I don't know if I feel like I really, really made it, but I, there was a moment where I felt really proud, and my, my parents were both there. It was like Good Morning America, and they presented me with my plaque, and my album went gold on the first day, and yes. it was a very, just seeing my mom there, and she was so proud, that was a really, like, cool moment. Big time. Easily memorable, right? I mean, yes. A gold record? Come on. Ooh. One TV show you'd like a cameo in? Um, Scandal. Ooh, I like it. Ottomans and everything. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Hey, if it falls, it falls. Then the interview's over. You still have to answer that. One thing no one would ever catch you doing. Um, I don't know. Because I feel like there is nothing that I wouldn't do. Really? Yeah, um, I don't know. Driving a car, because I can't drive. All right. So, I mean, if you see me driving a car, then... You should call the police <laughs> or, or like get really far away from me. So it turned out okay. She ended up being very cute, very charming, but you know, it was the introduction that wasn't so hot. The good news is the Jenga thing totally went over well. I'm glad you told me that you worked on it with Reese because I thought he stole your, your Jenga blocks. And then I was like, <laughs> is he stealing my girl's swag? <laughs> I appreciate you having your eye out for me, but actually Reese is the one who went and got it. Oh, okay. Um, Because the night before Lollapalooza, when we were like, okay, we're going to pull the trigger on this. We're going to try something different. We're going to do it. You know, I had run to a Target. They didn't have it. I ran to Walgreens. And like, there's so many, so many places around here that I can find a board game at the last minute. (laughs) And then I had to be back on the air, you know? So he had texted me like, I'm going to run to the Target out by me. He got it. He came and brought it. I mean, that was teamwork, making the dream work. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of fun out there. many great people, you know, and, and I was impressed with Reese's interviews, actually, because how he just makes it so conversational and he's just so comfortable. You want to talk to him all day. Well, he's such a sweetie. Like, yeah. you do 
want to just sit there and talk to him. I think he's like with Portugal the man. I was watching him do that interview, and and he he just was great with them. Like they acted like they were best buddies. They didn't want to stop. You know, I was up here <laughs> um, working on some stuff Sunday morning, and I wanted to see John split off when he hit the press area. Mm-hmm. I'm up here. I'm looking at the time. Like, oh crap! You know, he's going to be there in 20 minutes. There's no way I'll make it down there. Yeah. So I sent Reese a video. Like, hey, I know you're going to see John split off. Come through there in a couple minutes. Please tell him I said hi. Man, a couple minutes later, they send me a video right back of them. Like, hey, Lise, we're back here. Wish you were oh, here. Oh, that's like, so sweet. So cool, yeah. right? Yeah, he's a cutie too, right? Which one? John. I'm like, they both are. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they both are. However, I don't think John is linked to anybody right now. Oh, hey. So, how you doing? Get that window, that window <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> I think I've got a few years on him, actually. But, um, oh my gosh, speaking on having a few years on someone, can we just talk about Youngblood? I'm glad you liked him because uh, I just told you about him, like, kind of that day, too, the totally. day I was going to interview him. And I was like, he reminds me, it's like Green Day. He is I'm, just like Green Day. Yes, I've been listening to a bunch of his music ever since you made the introduction. And also, you know, we showed up when you were in the middle of your interview with him. Mm-hmm, yeah. I literally sat on the edge of your little tent and just listened in and started taking pictures. I love this man. Hilarious. Yeah. He's got a, he's got that dirty mouth from the London South. <laughs> <laughs> he totally does. Uh-huh. Oh, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to use some of your interview, uh-huh. but he dropped so many F-bombs. Listen to like 30 <laughs> seconds and feel free to count how many F-bombs. Check it out. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the name first. I mean, everyone to be honest, everyone always asks me like, is it some mad metaphorical story that f***ing whacked you in the head while you're walking the now my man, to be honest, I was the youngest person on management roster. Okay. And um, I thought for the music I'm writing, Dominic Harrison's just a little bit polite, in it? Right. And um, my manager always just called me the young blood. Okay. And to be honest, I said, like, what the f can I call myself? And he comes in and goes, alright, young blood. I'm like, bing, live bulbs. And I wrote it down, I was like, Youngblood looks a bit polite, spelt right. So I was like, cross the O's out, double the U, double the flavor. There we go. There you go. And there we go. So, yeah, he is a wild child for sure. But he's such a good guy. You guys really hit it off. Yeah, yeah, he's fun. I mean, I had a good time. I'm a Southern Belle, so I don't curse. So, <laughs> you know, I wasn't raised to do that, but apparently he was. <laughs> you know what? He was just having a good time. I love his look. Um, I love the idea of bringing back some guitar to music mm-hmm. because everything has been so kind of computer sounding, like synthetic sounding. Yeah. I think there was so much pop out there. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say that. There there was more pop than ever. Right. Tons of pop artists everywhere. But people were really attracted to groups like Greta Von Fleet, you know, who- <gasps> They were great. Led Zeppelin-ish kind of, you know, people- Rock stars. Were wanting some rock, you know, because, or some alternative to everything else, because, you know, that's what the festival kind of started off. It, it was always a mix. Like, since the get-go, since the very first Lala that I right. went to, you know, he had iced tea, a And then Chili Peppers show up. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. It is always all over the board when it comes to Lala, which is why you can make a festival last that long, because there's a little bit of everything and something for everyone. Yeah, and you might not like Post Malone, but he brought in so many people and so much numbers. He should have been a headliner, first of all. He was in the wrong time slot. I can't believe he wasn't. And they brought in a lot of people, so, I mean, you can knock it. You know, people still complain about the lineup, which I don't get. People are just going to complain. It drives me crazy. (laughs) Yeah, but there was so much good music out there. I mean, you had Carly Rae Jepsen. You had just a big variety of people. Totally. LL Cool J. Uh, Let's talk about 
LLLLLLL Cool J. Let's talk about my broken heart in a million pieces. First of all, I didn't get to meet him. Right. I really tried. Also, I didn't get to see him because there was a mix-up with our Dua Lipa time slot. Mm-hmm. So we had to run off and meet Dua Lipa during LL's set. Did and you hear what like, happened? What happened? Did you Wait, hear what happened over in that area? Where? There, do you know who Lil Pump is? No. Okay. Should I? Sorry. So he's a little rapper. Okay. And he's, he sounds like a little, the, a little something. The kids love him. I'm telling you, he has a huge, huge, really young following. Okay. Uh, even other artists have told me, they're like, you don't know who Lil Pump is? Like, he's like... I get all my Lil's confused. <laughs> yeah, a, he's the new Lil. I know Lil Kim. The Lil Rascal. He's the new Lil Rascal. <laughs> okay. So So he is on the Tito stage, okay? So okay. right by that Tito's lounge. I'm giving you the full picture, okay? Paint this picture for so, me. So he is... He, he has a DJ. He's running a little bit late, of course, because all rappers kind of like to. And it's like, um, 20, it's 20 minutes in. He comes out. His DJ's been DJing. The DJ's laptop goes out. Okay? What? Yeah, it overheats because it's so hot out there. It was hot, but I mean, how about some turntables? So Just he saying. keeps coming. So he leaves. He keeps coming back in and out, like, because he's not, it's not working. The technical things are not working. So they get some fans. What? And they're blowing fans on the on the laptop to, to <laughs> cool it down. In the middle of the show? In the middle. Yeah, at the beginning. Of the, this is the beginning. People are, the crowd is huge. There's tons of security because they know the Little Pump is going to have a rowdy crowd. Oh, man. So finally, you know, they get it going, but he just keeps coming in out. There are technical difficulties. Finally, he leaves after 15 minutes, 16 minutes, something like that. Was he mad or? I'm sure he was frustrated. But so then, talk about frustrated, the crowd gets frustrated and starts throwing water bottles and all kinds of stuff and yelling. At the booing. stage? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. So then security's all hyped up and everything. So they switch and get LL to start going because they're trying to like, you know, <gasps> stop all the craziness. I did not hear this. Yeah. So then they got out who had a really good DJ and had everything going professionally and kind of like killed it and LL the crowd Cool down. J saves the day. He did. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't hear that. I was too busy trying to like hitch rides to find Dua Lipa <laughs> right. in the middle of the desert. <laughs> well, it was hard to see all these different artists. I mean, I like to walk through and hop to different stages and see them, but it was really even difficult to do that with doing artist interviews and then still finding time to go out and, and see people. We did see Bruno, though. We have to talk about Bruno. Bruno Mars was like the king of the festival for sure. It was like a Super Bowl show in Grant Park with fireworks. His band is so tight. They yeah. they dance, they sing, they always sound on point. Like th- That's why Bruno Mars was the king of Lala this year. Yeah, he was the headliner. He was the big one to see. So Also, did you notice that our little section was like, it felt like we were at a house party, like just dancing. Yeah. Like everybody <laughs> around was dancing, yeah. having a good time. Yeah, like, I can't imagine being like way down there in the front though, man. Oh God, it was already hot and crowded. I don't need to be up close to the stage for that. Yeah. <laughs> we were a little bit off to the side and there were cops lined up like right behind us on the fence line, shaking it and having a good time. Like that's the kind of Lollapalooza vibe that you want to grab while you're down there. Yeah, It's just absolutely. like making friends with whoever is next to you, dancing, having a good time. Well, I think music's supposed to bring people together, right? Yeah. Why Why doesn't it more? I mean, we want it to more. Just like people that vibe and discover new music, I think it's so important. Agree, completely. I prefer to get my friends like you to discover new music. like And to go out there and connect with people who like the same things as you. Because when you're yeah. when you're vibing on a band or on an artist or whatever, mm-hmm. like you do, you just connect and you're having fun together, even though these people 10 minutes ago were total strangers. Yeah. And I loved how a lot of the artists, they might seem like small artists, but they're really doing their thing and they could be the next big thing because there's been a lot of artists come out of Lollapalooza. Big time. Huge. Lady Gaga played like a daytime set mm-hmm. and now look at her. Kesha, same thing. Macklemore. Yep. Yep. Nobody knew who they were when they were playing Lala. Well, I'm hoping so. that some of these people blow up because, I mean, Greta Van Fleet, you mentioned them earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys, I didn't really know anything about them, mm-hmm. except that all of the kind of music people around here were yeah. fanning all over them. Yeah, I think I think also with, when you talk to photographers, 
reporters and media people, I always ask them who they enjoyed shooting or things like that because they know they're always in the pits. They're at all these shows. So they have a really, I think, a very elevated taste in music. So I listen to what they say. Who's, yeah. who's good and who was nice and who was cool. And, you know, they really liked shooting some of the people. Camila Cabello, I guess, was great for photography. Uh, She's beautiful. That yeah. helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. But a lot of them were a lot of fun. And I thought it was great to discover like a lot of new people. Like Amy Shark. I really like her music. I think she's she great. She was really fun. And actually, she's another one who we sat down with who just had a good time like playing Jenga with us. Sleep naked or pajamas, pajamas all the time. I just feel too vulnerable. <laughs> and I have to have socks as well. I'm like the really? most super non-sexy person to sleep with. <laughs> so when you come over for dinner, don't be thinking... Like, for PJs, I sleep like with socks? pajamas on. Like I can't, I can't do socks. Yeah. I can't do socks. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't do socks I'm when I go to I'm sleep. Completely covered. Love that accent, great music, and she just had jokes the whole time we were talking, which I love, but can we just switch gears a minute and talk about Madison Beer? I know. Now that one is a score for me, okay? Because I like some Madison Beer. For me, she was sort of Instagram model-y, mm-hmm. you know? Yep, she's really pretty. We're on the lookout for her. We're back in the press lounge because you're expecting her, and me and a couple of the girls here at the station, we're just trying to keep a lookout for her, keep a lookout for her, and we're just looking for basically young, beautiful girls to be walking towards us. Right. We're like, which one is she? Which one is she? Uh-huh. Oh, man. And then out of nowhere comes Madison Beer. We knew who she was as soon as we saw her. First of all, she's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> she had a little security team with her. Yeah, she, uh, and photographers are taking pictures of her because she just looked good. You know, they didn't even know who she was. They asked me afterwards, who was that? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, people came up to me because they photographed her. Now, she looks so good. She's beautiful. She always has that long pony. She had, a, it was free flying whenever she was at the bottom lounge. I saw her earlier this year with it just whip, I mean, just whipping around Ari out of grande whipping that hair <laughs> whip that thing but this time she had it braided and she had braided some green into it and she had like this army green bustier and a little skirt oh yeah she looked great the great thing about having her come through is that like, you guys turned into old friends over this well we, we bonded over rupaul's drag race which once you get a rupaul's drag race fan you can talk to them forever it's basically family <laughs> now yeah <laughs> <laughs> not only that but i mean she talked to you about her goals for the future so much I've exceeded my dreams, I think I, I could say, which is crazy. Like, I, I would, I just dreamed of being a singer, and to me, that was just such a broad definition of something. It wasn't like, oh, I want to be playing all of Lusa and doing this and doing that. It was more just like, I want to just sing forever. Um, my actual dream is to get a Grammy and yes. to play at Madison Square Garden. Good goals. Those are my real goals. <laughs> MSG, like, more so, but, uh, but I'm, like, on the right track, so I'm not You are happy. on the right track. I mean, yeah. I'm ready. All attainable goals for her. I mean, she is gorgeous, sure, but she also can definitely sing. So we'll see what the future brings. Meanwhile, you guys are back in the tent becoming best friends over RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, I don't know if I'm, like, if anyone in, like, the gay world likes me, but I'm, they like, do. the biggest RuPaul's Drag Race fan. Are you? Who's your favorite? Don't, I can give you a top three. I don't okay. know if I can give you, like, give maybe Bianca Del Rio. Yes, Alaska. Funny. Okay. And honestly, I kind of love Tatiana. Like, okay. Tatiana might be my my top three. But there's, and then I, and then I'll randomly think of another one and be like, oh, wait. Obviously, also, like, Gia Gunn. And obviously, yes. like, I mean, RuPaul's number one. Who's your top three? Um, well, I interviewed Alaska in her underwear. Just, Stop. Uh, just underwear and that's it. Did she say hi? Backstage, yes. She did all the things and she's just getting ready. And and she, uh, it was fun. Did you watch All Stars? I did, of course. She won. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. and Chad Michaels. I love Chad Michaels. Chad Michaels. Sharon Needles. I love them all. You're really into it. I've seen every episode, every season, ten yeah. times. Yeah. I rewatch them when I'm bored. We, I actually met RuPaul 
RuPaul once. It was the best. You time did? Time. What did RuPaul say? He, I had bangs at the time, uh -huh. and I, he's also like six five. He's okay. so tall, uh -huh. and I walked in. It was at DragCon because I love DragCon, uh -huh. and I walked in, and he was like, "Hello, you little gorgeous banging sex kitten," and I was like. <laughs> No, oh my God! I was like RuPaul. Yeah. We gotta get you at the the gay three. I know. I that would be my heaven. My grandfather's gay, so I like okay. have. My mom says I have gaydar in my head. Like I just like love. Can you tell I'm gay? People. Can you tell if I'm gay? I mean, yes. <laughs> it's a pink I know. shirt, give it away. No, you're just sweet, and like most guys are just like not. But I'm like, I'm hey, actually gonna... you guys are best friends. <laughs> I think when you meet them and you have a good experience, mm -hmm. you just want good things for them afterwards. Yeah, but watch out. You know, a few interviews later you know, they could, <laughs> right. you know you never know that much is true did you have a favorite person that you sat down with i liked uh grace weber a lot we she was really friendly i wasn't super familiar with her until i realized she's the one that won that the oprah singing karaoke challenge oh yeah that was a big deal back when oprah i mean oprah was, that was her american idol that was oprah's american idol and she discovered grace weber who is from milwaukee i believe oh okay and so she uh she's got a great voice she dressed well she looked like kind of like a mix between Pink and Robin. Ooh, I like that combo. She has been working with Chance the Rapper. So she's been doing a lot of stuff like that. So, oh, wow. And has a music program and everything like that. She's very positive and a great singer. And I heard she knocked it out of the park on her set at the BMI stage. Nice. Very cool. I really like the guys from Walshley Arms. They were really cool. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't even tell you about the Walk the Moon brunch. Oh, yeah, tell me. Okay, so we're at this place um, at a, on uh, North Avenue. Um, newer spot. It's from the people who um, brought us Maple and Ash. Okay, yeah. So, beautiful spot kind of like restaurant downstairs and you head upstairs and there's kind of like an event space mm -hmm. so they've got a little stage we did a private pre-party uh, for Lala with the band Walk the Moon and we've seen them play Lala a couple years back mm -hmm. always high energy always really good these guys killed it good at Etta and we're also super friendly really cool like kind of um, cracking jokes with the audience and you know they weren't they weren't divas and they weren't like I, I would sort of expect like a rock band to be like hungover and cranky right the day after or something. They always have good energy the time totally. I've been around them. Yeah, yeah very, mm -hmm. very positive experience with those guys and a really, really good show. I'm glad that we got to do this with them because I feel like after this, I probably won't ever get close to them again, you oh, know? They, they know how to make a good pop song. I think their new music's really fun and catchy. I was happy that we got to do that. The Aces? Oh, my girls. Okay, tell me everything. They were really fun. They're up and coming. I love a girl group like that. Totally. They're very young because they didn't know my references. Like, I was like, well, what about the Go-Go's? The Go-Go's didn't always get along. And they're like, the Go-Go's? Like, they don't really know. Oh, my gosh. How old are they? <laughs> they're young. Wow. Um, they're, you know, they're opening up for um, five seconds of summer. They're coming back. More youngins. Yes, more for a young crowd. Uh, but they're playing at the Aragon, so they got, like, a big thing coming up in the fall. Cool. Uh, they were just a lot of fun to hang out with, and yeah. we just talked about stuff. They have a, I, I love their video where they put the Heathers from the movie Heathers. Well, I love the Heathers video. You know, that's why. <laughs> you know, that's why it caught my attention. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll take them. I'll interview them. I love it. So, and, I mean, I was like, the Heathers. I mean, did you guys watch them? Did you love the movie? Yeah, I love them. Yeah, it's true that I love the movie. So, yeah, Lisa's yeah. written and, and, and co-directed and directed a lot of our videos. So she... Um, had this idea for Volcanic Love to do like tumultuous like movie scenes from tumultuous relationships and um, Heather's is one that she's like you guys have to watch yeah, Heather's love she Heather's. loves movies that's as well that we're doing. 
And so we all watched Heathers. Like, I've watched it multiple times. I'm like, what? Oh, it's just, like, so ahead of its time. It's so classic. I remember, yeah. If they're so young, how do they... Someone told them about the movie Heathers. Right. It was one of the girls was had watched it. Okay. But I always thought they would be more like Mean Girls or, you know, some one of the other, you know, similar movies. But they weren't. Well, that's a little bit darker, I think. Yeah. Heathers. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it girls, is. But... Yeah. Man, I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah. I used to love Christian Slater. Oh, of course. When I was growing up. He still looks great. Oh, man. Yeah, but now now it's different because I'm like a foot taller than he is. So I, <laughs> it's, it's like the uh, the appeal has worn off over the years. Um, but so the aces were good. Mm-hmm. They were really fun. I love talking to the guys from Walshley Arms and Greta Van Fleet. I mean, I really had some great artist experiences. Uh, different location for the press lounge. The heat was definitely a factor. Mostly because I was trying to like look cute in all these videos that we were, you know, shooting. <laughs> yeah. And it's like impossible. When it is like 100 degrees out there right. with like 90% humidity. Yeah. My pants were like drenched, which I know that's gross to say. Well, I was losing like skin because I was just like, <laughs> it was just peeling off of me like a snake because it was so hot and so sweaty. I was grossing myself out in front of artists. Like I'm interviewing someone and my arm's falling off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were saying that earlier. You're like, oh, the skin on my neck. And I'm like, oh, why is that happening? <laughs> Within like two hours, it was happening to me too. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm falling apart because of this heat. Yeah, it's like the dirt and then like the sun and I mean I, I have a nice tan though so you really do have a nice tan I will say I have a little bit of coloration which is nice and they moved the press lounge oh, this yeah. year mm-hmm. um, which you know at first I wasn't really a fan because there is no like tree coverage it There's was a little area in the front but well what was obnoxious about that is that all the media people were stuck like staking out places to do interviews so they all had all the chairs taken and oh. like if I had someone you know someone sitting there guarding their spot right so there was not a big a huge area and there wasn't enough chairs to like do interviews. Like I think that they have to realize there's other people besides tents that are doing interviews. True. You know? And the artists, you know, were cool. They wanted to get under the shade and stuff. So there was a little area. But I was off my game a little bit because yeah, I didn't. I mean, it was so spread out. There's a lot more room. They had jumpers. We've never had jumpers in the media area, but they were jumping. Somebody jumped the fence right behind the mixed tent. Like mm. four guys, I guess. It was right before we got there. Or were you there when it happened? I heard about it. Oh, okay. Some of the girls here from the mix were telling me about it. Like that if they would have just jumped the fence. Mm -hmm. And then walked rather than jumped and kept running. They could have gotten away with it probably. Yeah. But I I can't believe that there was that many people. Like, just buy a ticket. Right. Just buy a ticket. Why are you doing that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how these kids don't get hurt jumping over a fence and climbing and landing because there's nowhere to land. Like, it's not a soft landing on the other side. They're young. They bounce. The injuries weren't as bad this year as last year from what I read. And some things were better. There wasn't wasn't as many hospitalizations. There's one death. You know what? Is that the first time that happened? Uh, I was wondering that. We don't really know the full story on that. Yeah, it was a 16-year-old from the North. Yeah, he's from, I think, Mundelein. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it, it's just, that is so sad. Um, I don't know the full story, so it's hard to speak on it, but I'm really hoping that these kids try to take it easy out there. Let's not try to impress anybody. Let's take care of each other. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't even remember being 16 so long ago. It wasn't. Th- <laughs> it was like it was like 10 years ago, Jerry. It wasn't that <laughs> okay, long Okay, yeah, ago. let's go with that. Go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, our hearts go out to his family for sure, but that there was less hospitalizations, that's hard for me to say, is great considering it was so damn hot out there. Yeah. So, you know, we've got that going for us. Didn't eat as much festival food this year as I had hoped to. Okay. I always want to, like, go out and just eat, like, food on a stick and eat fried food. We never get to really eat that much. I thought, you know, the media um, opening party was really fun. Graham Elliott was there who does the majority of the food. Oh, yeah. A lot of the food there. So, so he, he does a really good job and has been doing 
it for years and always impressed with him. See, I didn't fun. even know who he was until you pointed him out at mm. the media event. You got to watch some Top Chef. <laughs> Look, my life is nonstop. I don't sit around and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did see Perry. Remember we saw Perry and we his did. wife? Oh, yes. That little minx. Love her. Love him. I usually get to sit down with him every year. And uh-huh. for the first time, I didn't get to, which is kind of another heartbreaker for me mm-hmm. um, because I adore him. But it was another one of those things where the girls who connect me with Perry every year were like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring him around. But like, I was so busy doing other stuff. And it's like, I'll ask you once. And if we don't set it up, like, I don't want to pester you because they're super busy and I'm super busy. Yeah. So it's like, it's a bummer. I, don't, I didn't get to sit down with him. But at the same time, there's always next year, baby. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. And now that Lollapalooza is over, I feel like all I'm going to do is sit around and wait until next year. Yeah. And people can go to the website and look for those early tickets. <laughs> also, the king of the rails and the queen of the rails. Have you seen this? No. Okay. So if you follow Lollapalooza on Instagram and you'll see that they crown these kids who are like up against the rails. I don't know, maybe waiting the longest to be up close. I really don't know how they name these. They uh, hand them over four day tickets for next year. How cool. So cool. That is really nice. Yeah. So they've already announced it. It's uh, August 1st, 2nd, 3rd and 4th for okay. 2019. Oh, got it. Okay. So um, get some walking shoes on. Yeah. Put it in your calendar. Get ready for this. And we will have plenty up our sleeve for you between now and then for sure. We'll see you next week on Nonstop.